0: We will not be held responsible for any hearing impairments or damage caused to you from excessive exposure to this sound. He is mad. He is crazy. Some say he never had any marbles at birth. Or maybe he's onto something. It's the Cast with Larry Quirirai. It's not fearless, just real talk. And now, here's your host. Hi, hi, hello and hey, hey, and welcome to this week's episode of The Criticast. The name is Larry, and it's such a pleasure being here for yet another episode. I'm always excited when I have one. Yeah, Uh, in the first uh, segment, I'm going to talk about the news, of course. I just go through the news and stuff like that. In the second segment, I'm going to talk about the doctor's strike that is on right now. I had an interview on ZFM with the doctor and it was just sad the conversation I had with him and the final segment I'm going to give you five relationship rules that I believe are outdated and should be abandoned now but carry on first of all um, the big story on Thursday was Robert Mugabe coming out in an interview conducted by the SABC and you know hey the less I say the better it, that, yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. The less I say about this situation, the better. I just, I've just got so many things I can say. I probably end, up, end up probably just having a whole podcast about this, to be honest. So let's go on to the next thing. There's a cricket tournament that's happening in Zimbabwe at the moment, where Zimbabwe uh, is hosting t- nine other countries or nine other teams. And it's in the Super Six stage. On Friday, Zimbabwe play against um, what the special stage called the Super Six stage. They play against uh, Ireland, and the idea is that if Zimbabwe win all their matches or end up in the top two, then they will qualify for. The, uh, the world cup proper so this is the one the tournament that, that is just before the world cup so it's being hosted in zimbabwe most of the matches are now going to be taking place at harare sports club uh, after the group stages that were uh, taking place in different parts of the country so yeah just uh head out to harare sports club if you're in harare Uh check that out i'm sure you will enjoy it it's uh, an enjoyable day if if, if for nothing else uh have a good drink with mates and stuff like that. So yeah, do 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 the damn thing as I would say. Uh what else is there? Sad news about Craig Mack. Yeah passed away, American rapper was big in the i I'd say in the nineties. He came under uh P D uh, Bad Boy Entertainment around the time that um uh, what's his name uh notorious B A G B I G was pretty huge and so forth. Uh he came up with a song um the new flavor in your Air." I've just forgotten the lyrics. I'm bringing new flavor in your air. Yes, that's a song. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I shouldn't be laughing. But anyway, he left afterwards and uh, mainly play, stayed out of music, uh, you know, really. He had problems and stuff like that. What else can I was going to talk about uh, Hard Life Girequi, yeah, that's sad, eh? um he had an accident A caps united footballer captain of caps united actually and also he is the um was at some point i think the two seasons ago he was the soccer star of the year He also plays for the zimbabwe national team probably would have been called up for the latest squad zimbabwe are going to be playing in what they call the four nations tournament next week in zambia and they'll be taking part in that uh, along with uh, South Africa, Angola, and of course the whole Zambia, but uh, he's had his hand crushed and they had to be amputated. From what we find out, found out, it's coming from a birthday party and at an accident. And then, did you see that Winky D video? Oh gosh, it was. Uh... Yeah, uh, you know, Girozi is such a beautiful song. It's such a beautiful song that the guys from the ICC. Uh, Some of the executives coming in from the ICC for the cricket tournament absolutely love that song. I was at karaoke the other night with them. And, you know, they were grabbing the mic and they get Aussie, get Aussie. And some of them have have, have changed their ringtones. So Winkity's music is going to travel the world thanks to the ICC cricket tournament that's taking place yeah and i'm just going to finish off the segment to telling you about a book club that is being set up by three mob.com one of my other properties and so if you want to join the book book club just go to three-mob.com three is a, as a digit three-mob.com book club book club is one word and you can subscribe and then you could uh, join the book club yeah absolutely it's larry you're listening to the critical <laughs> You can listen to the Queericast for free on iTunes or IONO FM. And don't forget to subscribe to the Queericast with Larry I. It's not fearless, just real talk. It's Larry, you're listening to The Quiticaster. In the second segment, I did say I will talk about the doctor's strike. But first of all, thanks a lot to Bonnie, who does the voiceover. She's an amazing lady. Get in touch with me. uh, Of course, the details will be available at the end of the show uh, on how you can engage her. She does some amazing voiceover work. So, yeah. So, anyway, uh, the doctors have been on strike since the 1st of uh, March. And... You know the senior doctors have now joined them, so ninety percent of doctors across Zimbabwe are on strike. So I had a conversation with uh, Dr. Amos I haven't gotten the video, uh, the audio clip. I was hoping to have it here and then I'd have played for you some of it. But he was talking about the fact that doctors earn a dollar fifty per hour. Now that's just levels of ridiculousness. And they, they, right now, uh, when the, the last time they went on strike they were they just said Can you bump us up to ten dollars an hour so they earn a dollar fifty per hour and but a compound to to, to to add insult to injury as well they they earn 49 dollars per month in medical allowance so essentially like he said on the show that he can't afford to get treated in the hospital he works in so he could be working at paradeñata hospital right And essentially, he can't afford to be treated in the same hospital he works for, which is like so weird. And then I remember the acting president of the Zimbabwe Hospital Doctors Association said, you know, one of the things is that we just don't have access to equipment, like the, the tools to actually do the job. So most of the time you're doing medicine. So you go into a place and you say, okay, I think the person's got this disease, but oh, you don't have the, the medicine or you don't have the equipment to be able to deal with it, which is absolutely terrible, if you ask me. It's just, it's just a, a level of ridiculousness. And I just like sitting there. I'm like, okay, look, it's a separate thing. But I've got loads of people traveling across the world and holding in and so forth. All very well and good. I'm sure it's very great for the economy and so forth. But we've got doctors who are on strike and people are dying. Now, if this isn't an emergency of, of incredible proportions, then I don't know what is. I mean, I, there was a doctor who wrote into the program who said it's, it's gotten so bad that he has to, uh, he works 36, he, there was a time he worked 36 hours in a row. And, that, and he said uh, what ended up happening is he ended up making a mistake and the person died. I mean, I'm sorry, but it's slavery. And I think the government for the longest period has hidden behind the fact that, you know, guilt people into, into going back to work and say, hey, you know what, you've got to go back to work because of the Hippocratic Oath and so forth. And I pay, I respect the Hippocratic Oath, but how can you expect somebody to to work as a doctor if they just can't practice as a doctor? There's also issues like, for example, you get you get a, you're called to go on call at, in the middle of the night. They've got no transport. And oh, when talking to Dr. Tsopo, he says, you know what, we're back on strike because the government agreed to do certain things a couple of years ago when the last time they had a strike it must be last year or the year before. And they just reneged on the promise. And for me, that is, that is just a strange situation. Uh, There have to be consequences. I don't know what they are. But somebody has to finally be held accountable for the situation. It's going on and on and on again. And a generation of people are dying. Mothers are probably dying. And, you know, a profession that is respected and so forth is being dragged through the mud at the moment. Because it just doesn't seem as if there's any urgency to deal with with the doctors' grievances, I mean, look, they were supposed to have a meeting on Thursday. There might have been something came out of that, but it's twenty-two days later. Or yeah? What? But no. What was the date today? It's, it's fifteen days later, and apparently they hadn't had a meeting in three in two weeks. So, so what are you doing for two weeks? If I'm not talking about the doctors, I mean the bipartite meeting, whatever it is. What are you doing for two weeks when no one is? going to work. Get videos coming off the Ministry of Health and Childcare uh, Twitter pay account. Oh, just visited this hospital. Oh, we urge the doctors to get back to work. But if those conditions that the doctor is talking about are true, what you're asking for someone to do was to get into slavery. So we are in the final segment which of course is always a relationship segment and I'm going to tell you about five outdated relationship rules that is time to abandon some of those relationship rules that have stood time for the longest and people just keep saying okay look you know most of them are pretty impractical if you ask me hard to follow and sometimes sometimes just sexist (laughs) i mean like i don't even know how some relationships will work (laughs) in a situation like that so dating rules uh you know need to restrict people it's like dieting so instead of posing certain restrictions to yourself, maybe some of these rules may need to be have a rethink. The first one is a three-day rule. Now, popular wisdom has it that if you go on a date or meet someone cute at a party, then text them right away, you're coming on too strong. And, you know, hence the advice is they wait for three days uh, before reaching out. But since uh, when is showing interest considered a, a, a negative thing, if you ask me? So, and especially because people are so connected now, in those three days where there's silence, say hey, they might forget about you. Somebody else more interesting might come along. So, get rid of that dumb rule. It's a stupid rule. It's an absolutely stupid rule in two thousand and eighteen. If they like you less, hey, yeah, at least you took the initiative. Maybe they're not the person that you should be choosing as a partner anyway. Secondly, don't sleep with somebody on the first date. Now, there's nothing contradictory about sexual chemistry and long-term potential. Now, some people say, you know, uh, you shouldn't have sex on the first date keep it. Some people say wait for 60 days, or 90 days, or 251 days. Who knows? Now, plenty of people have had sex on the first days, have ended up in great relationships, and relationships can sometimes begin on a one-night stand. I can testify to that. Uh, there's some research actually that suggests that people who sleep together quickly have less uh, relationships but that's absolutely probably not strictly true because of the sex there could be so many um, uh, factors it could be a result of relying on it instead of working on your emotional intimacy so the reality is as long as you focus on being intimate in more ways than just one there's nothing to worry about Someone who judges you uh, based on your sexual decisions is, well, you know, not worth it, really. And then five, uh, third is uh, only date people you who meet your specific criteria. I know a girl who says that she's a heightist. And therefore, she'd be like, oh, I can't date somebody who's below this height. Now, let's face it. When you have these very specific rules about, you know, dating a person who looks a certain way, went to a certain school, uh, hangs out in certain places, must have a, have this kind of possession and so forth, and must live in this area and writing uh, and all that other stuff, you write off a lot of great matches, okay? Uh, it's important to have standards, don't get me wrong, but ask yourself if your standards are helping you, or well, just you're just necessarily a weeding people off. So some people just come in. You you'll be like getting into this terrible relationship. and and I see it quite a lot in a lot of people, that they get into these terrible relationships relationships on um one after the other, because they date a certain a person until according to certain criteria. And sometimes that criteria, the person with that criteria is simply incompatible with you. You know what I mean? I mean, go for something like they pay their bill, they you know <laughs> If you want to stick with them, you know, or you know, are not likely to be a serial killer. I just, yeah, you know, unless you have a thing for serial killers, which is kind of weird. And then, uh, secondly, the fourth is kind of related to the second one. It says wait for somebody, for the other person to make the first move. Now, this is a guy like that majorly backfires a lot. Uh, So, essentially, women who send the first message, this is like I'm going to tell women, women who send the first message on uh, dating sites, for example, have more success than men and supposedly end up with more attractive partners than uh, do women who wait. So as the 21st century, has become more competitive and people are having shorter relationships now. So that idea before where people used to have relationships for like 200 years and stuff like that, if, if you wait and you think, oh, no, no, I'm going to keep, you know, keep this person in the arms, let me gonna make them work and whatnot and so forth. While they're busy, while you're busy doing that, they get distracted and they end up with somebody else. And then finally trying to be friends with your lover's friends and vice versa now the spice girls will probably be different so remember this song if you want to be my lover i'm a bit of a spice girls fan i was i don't know it's convenient if your social groups are the same that's fine but the important thing is that you like each other and that you like every, everyone in each other's life now i'll tell you one thing a lot of the people that were my friends a couple of years ago are not my friends anymore so, and sometimes it's just distance, sometimes we just end up liking different things and so forth. So in the 21st century, again, relationships of all types are getting a bit shorter. So given that sort of scenario, you know, you don't really want to spend too much time trying to be a significant to others, friends. Just respect them and be kind and so forth. I know it flays in the face of, uh, a podcast from last week, and I said how you can get your friends, <laughs> your lover's friends, uh, to like you. But if sometimes you just want to be liked, that's okay. Anyway, that's that for this week's credit Thank you very much for joining me. I'm back with you next week. Uh, the, the cricket is on, but I'll still be able to record the credit late at night, like just now. It's probably what time is it? Like ten minutes to one a.m. right now. Yeah, it's kind of nice at this time of the night because there's no like sounds. You get weird sounds interrupting, but yeah, so I'll be back next week. I catch me on the FM stereo on Mondays and Wednesdays between seven thirty and eight thirty, and on uh, what's the other day? On Saturday, Tuesdays, yes, between six between eight thirty and nine pm on Health Matters. Oh uh, yeah, but other than that, uh, you, you get more information how you can get a, a copy of the Cast. But just to tell you how you can get in touch with me on email, it's Larry. It's Larry at 3-mob.com yeah that's the email address you can get in touch with me on uh, on twitter is at quirirai. qirirai has got a yi at the end uh, or just look for me on social media just look for larry Quirirai, and uh, you'll be able to find me on all sorts of social media and let's get connected let's have a conversation give me ideas on how you think we can improve the program i love a lot of ideas but uh, to to finish off the program um I, I quite I, I didn't mention it right at the beginning as the news, but uh, some of you will know that Dr. Stephen Hawking, one of the greatest minds to ever exist in the world, passed away and I'm going to leave the show today with a quote from the man Stephen Hawking, a genius extraordinaire. I'm just wondering how he's going to get they're going to pay tribute to him on big bang theory. It's Stephen Hawking, who said. The greatest enemy of knowledge is not ignorance, but the illusion of knowledge. The greatest enemy of knowledge is not ignorance, but the illusion of knowledge. It's been Larry. It's been The Quiddicast. Take care of yourself. You can listen to The Cast for free on iTunes or IONO FM. And don't forget to subscribe to The Cast with Larry I. It's not fearless, just real talk.